0: People paying money to see me in a twenty by twenty ring. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, welcome back to another edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. I'm your co-host, Joe. I am here with my brother, Matt. Matt, what's going on? What's going on? I uh, I feel wired as shit right now, not just because I had coffee, but I divulged before we started recording that uh, my dumbass was making some espresso for myself, <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I, I love the smell of coffee. Uh, Whether it be espresso or not And uh, I got a little too close to the can and I I didn't pay attention I didn't see the coffee grounds The espresso grounds on the rim of the can And I accidentally snorted espresso So
1: You're snorting espresso espresso
0: now I'm wide the fuck awake (laughs) Well who
1: needs the other stuff then?
0: Uh, Right Yeah just snort espresso I think
1: you just Yeah You saved a lot of people, a lot of money <laughs> in trouble.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: It's a hell of a way to start the show, by the way. Hey, well. You know, little, little tips for everybody out yeah, there. Yeah,
0: there you go. You want to save money and not do illegal drugs, just snort espresso. Like, <laughs> no, please don't. No, that's,
1: we don't uh, We don't condone.
0: Yeah, well, well, Matt doesn't condone it. I feel pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie, but.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> Maybe I I could have used that. I've, I've I've had quite the week.
0: Now uh, now we need uh, Cafe Bustelo as our yeah. sponsor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've uh, I've been dealing with a uh, a house that does does not want to cooperate with me. It's the middle of the summer, and and, and of course the AC <laughs> decides. Hey, you know I'm, I'm not going to work today. I'm not going to show up. So wow, I had to deal with that. But um, being a homeowner, ladies and gentlemen, it's. It's not all peaches and cream, I guess. So, um, But one thing that's been uh, keeping my uh, keeping my spirits high when it happened. By the way, my AC is working again. Um, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, as always, pro wrestling is what uh, keeps my spirits high. If it keeps your spirits high, I don't know what you're waiting for. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Network. Or slash NJPW. Go to both. Go to either one of them. Get yeah, yourself thirty-day subscriptions for free. Do both of them, and watch uh, watch professional wrestling as we're doing right now. We're watching the WWE Network. I don't even know what show this is. This is. Uh, Let's see if I can get information. Yeah, for I,
0: I think it's. Is it an entire show?
1: I think so. Okay. It's, well, I just screwed it up because I hit the. <laughs> I turned on my PS4.
0: They were originating from the Metal Land arena, and uh, it looked to be maybe Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the ring. I think so, yeah. A very young Hacksaw. Very, I think
1: it's from 91. No. Maybe older?
0: It's older than that. Was for it? For sure, yeah. I thought it
1: said 91 on it. No. Okay. No. All
0: All right. Right. Wait, way, wait, wait. All right. <laughs> maybe 81. 81? Like, yeah, I'll give you
1: 81. Okay.
0: And I don't well, if, know,
1: it, if it's a young hacksaw, then Yeah, it would okay. have to be eighty one.
0: I don't know who he was in there with, but the dude had a helmet, or yeah, it looked like a helmet, like possibly the Zodiac killer. Okay. <laughs> it, it wasn't the Zodiac killer, but he had like a almost like a fencing mask. Okay, as part of his 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 gimmick there.
1: Oh, now he's got like a clown makeup. Yeah, oh, oh it's god. That's from '85. '85. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Pro Wrestling USA Spectacular. Uh, this is part of the Hidden Gems. I know that much. Um, is that
0: supposed to be Kabuki? It might be great Kabuki.
1: Would he look that old at this point? Yeah. At '85. Yeah. Hmm. So they, uh, for those who who don't uh, don't know, the, the WWE Network they uh, just had a makeover. It's actually pretty pretty convenient, actually. I, I, it looks, I approve it. It looks
0: very Netflixy.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, and I I definitely approve it. The only thing that I don't maybe I'm missing it. I can't find the hidden gems, and I also noticed that the 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 show Old School, which is not really a show, it's just older. Uh, wWF or wWWF shows that are are put on there uh, for you to watch they listed under the name old school I don't see those I, I couldn't find them but uh I
0: wonder if they didn't rename half the shit we're looking for they they could have renamed it too
1: yeah um what's cool about it though is that like they you know WWE has its own section so there's wcw so there's ECw and then they have one for the the territories as, as it's called and what's cool about it like for ecw um back before the the update you know you had ecw you had the old ecw which is listed under or sorry you had the new ecw that's listed under wwe because it's technically a wwe show or was but the original ecw um you know you had the pay-per-views and then under the vault as it was called it was uh w it was just ecw and it was the, the TV show ECW Hardcore TV. But what they added, to was a show called ECW Hardcore Wrestling. So for those who don't know much about ECW, uh, a quick little history lesson. ECW was a syndicate TV show uh, that was mainly East Coast for a while until it came out to our neck of the woods and other parts of the, the U.S. Eventually, they got a, t- a network TV deal, which... It's a very infamous network TV deal, if you ask Good Paul Hammond. Yeah. It was uh, it was on TNN, so that, that show, Hardcore TV, was moved from Syndicate to TNN. Well, ECW wanted to keep their, their Syndicate time slot, so they came up a new show called Hardcore Wrestling. And they put all those together in that ECW spot on the vault. Well, now they, they, they split up for you, so now you can tell the difference. So it's it's easier for newcomers to to kinda of jump in and know what the hell is going on. Same thing with the AWA stuff. They have the ESPN show on its own thing as well as, you know, other AWA shows. They did the same thing with Mid South as well, when uh with Power Hour. So they they definitely have made it more convenient for you to go and, and try to find exactly what you're looking for. Um but I just can't find those two things for some reason. <laughs> but regardless, something that I definitely, definitely endorse, uh, unlike the espresso situation. <laughs> um, and, again, that's 20 x 20 crewcom slash podcast slash WWE Network. That's all one word. Uh, definitely uh, definitely worth checking out. And uh, it's 30 days for free.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're watching gorgeous Jimmy Garvin in the ring with, uh, I believe, Sunshine. Taking on Baron von Raschke, <laughs> that poor little fucking referee. I'm telling you, <laughs> like he's got no chance. He's no chance. Um, I always found this very odd. Uh, so, so we're watching Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin kiss Sunshine. I think it's Sunshine. That's
1: they're they're related, right?
0: No, no, no. It's not that. He's uh. he's gay.
1: Oh, he's gay. Okay. Yeah, but I thought they were related though too.
0: Oh, maybe I don't know. I, I don't recall them being related.
1: Okay, maybe I maybe I got that wrong.
0: But uh, it was just like it it boggles like obviously growing up I didn't know he was sure it uh, was gay. But uh, going back now and knowing that he he is was, it's like it was all a lie. It was all a big elaborate lie, to my, you know my nine ten year old mind whatever I was. It. Like, wait a minute. He's kissing her. Like, he clearly just kissed her. There was no Hollywood kiss and all that bullshit. Like, he kissed her.
1: Um, I'm looking up here. Valerie French, a.k.a. Sunshine, as his cousin.
0: Okay. So he just kissed his cousin. We're kissing cousins. Wow. Just to make it even that much <laughs> weirder. <laughs>
1: so there you go. He's, uh, that, that's a thing. Um, yeah, man. It's, uh,
0: None of this ages very well, by the way. Baron Von Rashke, he goose-steps as part of his gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you will not find anyone, especially these days, in professional <laughs> wrestling, goose-stepping for any fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just a big no-no. But back in '85, you know, it was okay.
1: Time for different. Yeah. Time for different. <laughs> um, man. So, um, besides the espresso, <laughs> there was something else that uh, that that Joe got super hyped about that. Uh, I think it's time to share with everybody oh, here. Man, this is huge I, news. I can't fucking wait. Dude. Now we we talked about we've talked about on the show what swapping talent a million fucking times on yeah, the show. It's a good thing. It's a great thing especially for there's a number of reasons one of them especially for guys like us in this case is taking a company that is really hard to find material on so hard so hard (laughs) and and bringing it to to us yeah and there's a company that we've, we've talked about on the show major league wrestling they're catch them every uh, every every Saturday on BN sports you can catch them every Monday on YouTube every Tuesday via fight TV for free yep and they have just announced on top of their pay-per-view that, that they're doing on November 2nd in Cicero Stadium Saturday night super fight on you know on top of the the successful TV show that, that continues to go on with live tapings every time I mean the they do a live portion every every time for uh, for their TV show, MLW Fusion. Mm-hmm. They just announced a partnership with a company by the name of Pro Wrestling Noah.
0: Fuck yeah. Oh my God, I cannot fucking wait. Now you're telling me, as, uh, as part of the information yeah. you were telling me, they mentioned that they would be sharing content
1: content that's
0: yeah. what that's probably the biggest reason i'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. it's not just swapping talent yeah with pro wrestling noah and mlw because we've, we've seen that before
1: we've seen that before with impact wrestling
0: but now you're telling me there's a chance that they're going to share some content in some form or fashion it's my hopes that they go the streaming route mm-hmm. and we get to see a whole bunch of pro wrestling noah yes. stream to us i would fucking love that
1: I think it's uh, I think Pro Wrestling Noah uh, they they might have that mindset of let's do what New Japan's doing.
0: Why not? <laughs> Why the fuck not? And they have a, a product just as as good as. New oh Japan. my god!
1: Yes, they do. You know. So I, so yeah, I mean, some of the guys that have have come from from Pro Wrestling Noah. You know, Taiji Shimori, for example.
2: Yeah.
1: Kenta, you know. <laughs> so I mean, there's there's tons of, of reasons to watch us to know and be excited by this this is this is huge news this is huge news for both companies MLw has definitely transcended the the wrestling business in in a way to where they they were doing what aew has been doing this past year before aew was you know you got these exclusive contract tracks with some of the top people M- mjf d- doesn't work exclusively for aew for example I mean they', they he's he signed with MLW the year before yeah so I mean, there's just so much on the rise. They they they're they're building up talent. They're taking some of the hottest talent, you know, domestically and internationally. And now this this deal too. I mean, it is they have just really staked their claim in in this whole giant golden age wrestling that we that we're seeing again. And saying it's not just all AEW. It's not just all WWE. That they're legit players as well. So I mean, this is this is fucking huge,
0: huge like Baron von Rasky's goose steps. Good <laughs> God! By the way, that's how he like. That's the equivalent of him hulking up. If you didn't know, yeah. That's oh good God. My how times have changed. I I am completely excited for the MLW Pro Wrestling Noah partnership. It, no matter what shape or form it's in it's it's nice to have those partnerships uh you know i've I've been preaching to you uh not just matt but you guys listening for months now about how interesting this is all going to be played out regardless of aew because it's going to force everybody to make business moves that they normally probably would not have done exactly Uh, and this being one of them but uh in in a in a similar vein here, we just got word that the NWA is no longer doing business with Ring of Honor, right. and and it seems like not doing business with anybody because they want to do their own like super serious uh, show themselves somewhere somewhere out there, whether it be via streaming or. Or on a network somewhere. And I guess this is Billy Corrigan's approach to like cut ties with everybody. He didn't do it in a, in a, a sour manner. Like They're they're still on good terms with everybody they worked for previously. That includes uh, CMLL, I believe. Yep. So,
1: I And mean, that includes the Summer supercar. Yeah, so the they, sum- they backed they out. They backed out. Yeah, uh, that, that
0: title match is no longer happening between Nick Aldis and uh, Marty Scurll.
1: It was actually uh, for, Jay Briscoe, the jumps. but yeah, yeah. It was the same thing. I mean, so yeah, they were sp- August 9th in Toronto, two days before Summerslam. Uh, they're you know they were supposed to be this big card, well, it's still happening, but it was Ring of Honor, New Japan, CMLL, and NWA, and NWA just backed out. That was as recent as the twenty fourth of July.
0: Yeah, and so, and now the only uh, uh, per this recording. The only thing that hasn't been figured out concretely yet are those NWA World Tag Team Championships held by PCO and Brody King. We don't know if uh, they're going to just drop those titles or they're going to be vacated or what yeah. have you. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, though. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah, you
0: know what? Cause we'll look, look at everybody else. In yeah. the landscape of professional wrestling right now, look at how everybody else is approaching it. Uh, yeah. minus, minus AEW, because uh, they're a little bit different here. Mm-hmm. But every other company, and, and again, WWE doesn't count as well, because they don't want to do business with anybody necessarily. Sure. But you've got pretty much everybody, every other company out there, co-mingling intermingling with one another in order to to beef up their product so here's what i don't understand about billy corgan's approach you back out from a major partnership with someone like ring of honor and therefore CMLL cuz you you're not doing business with anybody and this is your approach to start or or go like hunt down a network mhm A Network deal now. I get it. You know, there's there's a little a few discrepancies that probably got in the way To an extent where like hey, we want to go look for a TV deal But if we do that we can't have ring of honor talent on our TV show sure okay. I that I understand Mm -hmm. Um, but take that away Regardless of that you still like don't get me wrong. I am NWA through and through. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a promotion I've loved for many many years including now. But I could tell you right now their talent, their roster is is not it's not as strong as it it should be for any kind of a TV deal. Right. I don't know where he's maybe he's he knows something that I don't know. You know, maybe he's got an inside to to a, a network somewhere. But I'll be damned! I'm I'm stumped right now, man. I, I I don't know I don't know how this is gonna play out for them.
1: Um, I'm just reading too, that James Storm was the new national champion. I didn't realize that happened already.
0: Yeah, he beat uh, he beat Colt for the title.
1: That was on a TV taping? That was yep. after uh, Best in the World. Yes, The last show that I, episode of of Ring of Honor TV I watched two weeks ago. He was he still had the belt, but obviously that's just uh, tape delay. Then, um. It's, it is a, it's it's a very I guess on paper it's a very troubling situation for me because it is the opposite of what everybody else is doing and, and and usually that's you know I'm not saying that you gotta follow everybody like what everybody else is doing what MLW do is doing and Ring of Honor is doing is like the only way to do business but the NWA is a, is a, is a company that needs that needs wins. <laughs> you know they need a lot of wins in a row, and uh, by them doing this, it just it very much feels like uh, like they they're 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 quickly just too quick to make the us against the world mentality. And you're right, the, as much as as good as Nick Allis is, as good as Eli Drake is, and you know James Storm, that's not enough. It's not enough. Man. It's not enough. You know, and and it's it. Uh, they're still they still lack credibility because for a lot of people in today's era and no disrespect to my partner here at by any means but they are very much the old man's wrestling company yeah and they have the burden
0: my daughter's probably laughing right now <laughs> that you say it that way cuz she thinks I'm ancient <laughs> but
1: Take sure. it easy. Take it easy there. Hey. <laughs> don't don't get me riled up. <laughs> yeah. um, they they have the burden to not only try to get themselves a piece of this pie that everybody's trying to get their hands on, but they have this burden of trying to rid themselves of this reputation that they've. they've yeah. Built.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. The, I, again, I, I'm not. I'm not understanding this business move, but uh, hey, maybe, maybe he's got something up his sleeve if that we you, don't yeah, know
1: about. Yeah, very very well could be. Um, whatever, whatever the reason is, and obviously we just want the, NW, and the, the NWA to succeed. Yeah, and to continue to put on shows. You know, we watched the show um, at the Crockett Cup. You know, we got to see that. That Man, was a hell that, of a show, dude.
0: That was a hell of a show, and that title match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had uh, like trust me there's a plethora of old school fans that know their shit um, that are highly respected online that usually don't give two shits about today's wrestling because you know it's not old wrestling Right. that got to see the Crockett Cup and they were blown away like holy shit like this is what I'm talking about Yeah. And, and I had to be unfortunately I had to be one of the people like this is what you're missing. It doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, because it can. not But you're you're missing great fucking wrestling right now. And and if you don't see that, you're like, that's on you, because it's available everywhere, you know, whether it be overseas or, or here stateside, man. Like, you just got to know where to look for is, it. This is this is
1: this is like really the one example of many that exists in today's era yeah, um, you know I get people today you know I, I've, I've seen people on Facebook you know they they post only the things that they like you know some people only like hardcore wrestling some people only like you know the high flying shit which is fine you know that's that's one aspect of pro wrestling and you know you have a lot of naysayers that are just like oh this is all it is, is glorified this and that first of all i like to see your fucking ass do that. Yeah, right. You know? i like to see a fucking LeBron James do a fucking 630. <laughs> you know? I mean, to, to call somebody an athlete, the, 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 the word athlete, by the way, is one of the most generic things you can say because it doesn't really mean anything. Um, but anyways, the point I'm trying to make is you have that wrestling that exists, but you still have a lot of old-school style picking a body part the science of wrestling. You still have submission wrestling. You still have technical wrestling, roughneck wrestling, power wrestling. That all exists. You know, and it's just, a, like, again, with WWE, it, it still exists. They just don't know how to book that properly, to showcase that. Yeah. Where an AEW or an MLW does. They They know how to book it to where it's like, we have something for everyone mm-hmm. you know i went to a warrior wrestling show a few few months ago and you know, i was i was there with the friend of the show and you know i she got to see that and some matches she thought were better than others not that they were bad matches but this it was just she felt this match was more entertaining for her yeah of course. A- and this is that's what the point of professional wrestling you know it it Pro wrestling started in in, in, in the circuses and and the fairs. It kind of has. So I'll compare it to a circus. A circus is the same thing, you know. You might like the you know the acrobats more than you like other aspects of it. I'm not going to say the the c word. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> um, that's what kept popping <laughs> in my head. I'm like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> um, but. So you might like that, but you know, with but overall, you enjoy the overall experience of being there. Same thing with pro wrestling. You might like people doing six thirties or four fifties and this that, and or you might like people getting hit with chairs and going through tables, and that's great. Or you might like the the, the Kurt Angles of the world, the the technical wrestlers, the Zack Saber Juniors, to be someone more current. Regardless of what it is. You have something for everybody, and yeah. when you have that, the ultimate variety show. You have a well booked show, yeah, and every, every single card, whether it's a house show, a weekly TV show, or a pay per view of any kind, should be that. And if it's not, then then it's Smackville. You, you, have, <laughs> you have Smackville. <laughs> Which is a house show turned into a WWE event? Events, yeah. uh,
0: poor one at that.
1: You know what? Here's the thing: if if you if you're going to do that, you know you're gonna you're gonna take a because we're talking about Smackville here. That was on the WWE network. It was a very random house show that they decided we're going to televise a few matches for whatever fucking reason they decided to do that. Yeah, I don't give it. A- <laughs> and it was very typical of a house show you know you have your championship matches you know the champions are going to retain ha- you know they're going to retain you know if you're going to do something like that and you know you want people to watch you give people whether they're, they're watching live or they're watching on demand give people a reason yeah have something happen, some sort of importance. Yeah, and, and that one hour that they 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 aired live, have something happen to the point to where it's like, wow, like I need to check that out. Like I missed that. Yeah. And so when you do it again, you're you're gonna get more people to say, you know what, maybe I should pay attention to this because when I saw it, I just giggled and it's like, yeah. this is a fucking house show.
2: <laughs> what the fuck do I care?
1: You know, I'm not. I'm not saying you had to change. Have a title change hands. I mean, you have a I think million that, fucking I think, writers. I think that would have been the easy route. That's the easy route. You, know? you could have you, you easily could have had Shinsuke drop that title.
0: Or. If you were listening to me months ago, you'd fucking use your dead man sparingly. Mm-hmm. That way, when you do have a Smackville event happen... God, I hate that fucking name. <laughs> he could have came out and surprised everybody, but yeah. no, mm-hmm. no, that's... no.
1: You know, you had you had Elias running down the crowd. Yeah. And I, I get he's in a rivalry where, with, with Kevin Owens because he's helping out Shane McMahon or whatever. I don't watch a lot of WWE right now. But, uh... Instead of Kevin Owens coming out, you know, how would it have been if the lights go out and you hear the gong, out comes yeah. the Undertaker. You don't even have to have a match; just choke slam the motherfucker. Crowd's fucking going nuts. The people at home are like, "Holy shit!" It's the yeah. Undertaker, and uh, you know now we. I want to stay and watch a triple threat match, which we know who's going to fucking win.
2: <laughs> we know it.
1: You, you just you know, you already have the the SummerSlam match booked. He's facing Randy Orton. Good God. but uh but yeah no they instead they just they went with the complete obvious champions change hands you know kevin owens is going to come out you know it's it's mediocre tv
0: i mean i'm I'm telling you man i just don't get it (laughs) i just don't
1: so but yeah that's that's what but that's what they want to do they want to give you mediocre tv but um, where, where other companies like an MOW, they want to do business. They they want they actually want your money and they want to give you something in return, not take your money because they know like, hey, you're stupid. You're gonna you're gonna <laughs> follow us. <laughs> well, this is the second week in a row where I've called listeners stupid. I'm sorry. Oh boy. But you know,
0: hey, tweet us at twitter.com/slash20x20crew.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you guys watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I take this back because yes, we do watch enough of it, but we we also have a podcast. We have to stay current.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and unfortunately, that's you know we just had that conversation with video games before we started. You know, everybody wants to just play and test video games. Well, guess what? You don't do that. Mm -hmm. When you get hired to play video games, you're testing them. You're you're trying to break video games. Yeah, For, for the equivalent for us is watching wrestling we don't necessarily care for or think is horse shit because guess what it's still wrestling it's still part of the wrestling world yeah whether we like it or not <laughs> you know so if you if, you know no matter who it is it's not just WWE but if you're having shitty cards and we have access to it chances are we're going to watch it whether we want to or not
1: and we're gonna call you on it. And we're it? gonna call you on <laughs> Exactly. It's everybody. It's, it's not it's not just WWE. You know, it's it's Ring of Honor. It's New Japan. Yeah. We, they've. But the, the how, reason, many,
0: how many times have we fucking bitched about PCO and all yeah. the stupid shit he's did and like,
1: shit he does? Or good god. Or talk about Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who is like one of the biggest oh, names Jesus. in New Japan history, and we're not fans. No. <laughs> The the old man. needs to "Just stop." <laughs> I said, "I said it." I mean, I'm sure we have listeners in Japan who who don't like <laughs> me very much.
0: Otherwise, right?
1: Hey, he, his time, his time is over. It's over. But uh, anyways, I'm not, I'm not talking about Tanahashi anymore today. He, <laughs> he can get off my podcast, and I'll get off his lawn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
1: But yeah, so we got uh, we got a lot of uh, a lot of things coming up in August. Uh, for for one, we have the uh, again, the MLW and uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Pro Wrestling Noah. I'm not. I, I gotta get information on the tournament, but the partnership starts I'm excited, with this tournament. Man. I'm excited. Who they're gonna bring yeah, over there? Yeah.
0: What a, what a better fucking way to start a partnership than a tournament?
1: So that's yeah, that's a great way to uh, to showcase talent. Um, you know, of course, you have the you have SummerSlam that's happening. That's great and all. But, uh, you know, before we talk about that, actually, coming up tomorrow, because we we talked about All Elite Wrestling. Sure. You know, let's not forget, they have a partnership officially with AAA. Mm Mm-hmm. And Triple Mania. Triple Mania. Holy shit. It's happening. uh, It is uh, on Saturday, August 3rd. Yeah. You can catch that, by the way, for free on Twitch.
0: I can't wait, dude. That. I can I can't wait. I'm um, this is gonna be one of those things where uh, I might have to watch it on my phone. Yeah. As I'm watching it, but I I definitely want to tune in and uh, Triple Mania is always a blast. Always a blast. So
1: we saw we we saw it at uh, at Fighter Fest. Yes. We're getting the rematch because we all know now at All Out, the Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks tag team ladder match. Ladder match. Oh my goodness, but before we do that, before we get there, the Lucha Brothers, they're hooking up with Laredo Kid again to yep. take on the Elite, which if you don't know, it involves Kenny Omega, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of him, uh, he's teaming up with the Young Bucks, and they're doing it, not a six-man tag, but a trials match, and that's, for those who don't understand what that means, that's a Lucha-style Pretty much a lot of chaos, you know. If one guy gets down, another guy comes in. Yeah, you, you don't have no to tags. wait. For,
0: yeah, you don't have to wait for a tag if if your partner's out of the or the if the legal man on your team is out of the ring. Mm-hmm. You're you can just hop in the ring and have at it. So, yeah, very very little tag, uh, very little downtime in the match. Yeah,
1: yeah, that, it is very a very uh, high octane style match, if you will. Uh, there's there's tons of stuff happening. Uh, Cody. Is teaming up with Cain Velasquez, who I believe is making his in-ring debut. Cain Velasquez, by the way, is a former MMA UFC fighter. Yeah. Uh, they're teaming up with Psycho Clown um, to take on uh, Tejano Junior and Torres, and in a, and a uh, partner of, that we don't know yet. So, oh, a special tag Mr. team partner, okay. mystery partner. But um, we, you know, we talked about too the. The Monsters Ball match that we saw at, at, uh, at Slammiversary. Slammiversary, yeah. The first ever. Well, now we're doing a seven-way TLC match.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: for their women's title. Um. It involves names like Fabi Apache, uh, Lady Shawnee, Tessa Blanchard, who's just like everywhere. Everywhere right now. Right now. Um, which makes sense because uh, I I, she's been posting a lot of pictures in Mexico. Like, oh, of course, she's on vacation there. She's there for a reason, too. She's there for a reason, too. She's there to train. Uh, seven way, seven women inside of a TLC match. How that's fucking nuts do you think dude, this match gonna is going to be? That's
0: going to be fucking bonkers, dude. In- that's that's going to be nuttier than squirrel shit, bro.
1: And then the fucking match, the main event. Again, this is AAA. This is Mexican wrestling. This is titles Titles mean a lot, but not as much as the Lucha de Apuestas match between Blue Demon Jr. and Ray Wagner. Holy Hair versus mask. Shit. These guys, if you haven't been paying attention, I, I, I implore you to, do, to go do some YouTube searching or something, internet searching,
0: absolutely, and
1: see what this rivalry has brought. Oh my God, it is—it has been bloody at times. It's been very physical,
0: very like <laughs> bloody. Doesn't do it justice. It's been very bloody.
1: So they are that—that's going to be your main event, almost guaranteed. Again, we saw this with uh, Ray Wagner a few years ago. As yep. Doctor Wagner Jr. against yep. Psycho Clown, a match that, that that right there, a match versus match, mask, mask match. And for for those who don't understand how much bigger this is as compared to titles, the match before that was a three way match for three of their top titles in AAA, <laughs> and that's not your main event. That
0: was not the main <laughs> event. Yeah,
1: that was not the match that people were talking about. It, it was it was Doctor so, Wagner. I'm sorry,
0: all I heard was great booking.
1: It's great booking, right? Great book, because nothing means more than than your identity. At,
0: at you least know? the way, that's what it should be. Y- yeah. yeah,
1: that's this yeah. I mean, this is this and, and again, if this was a WWE show. This would probably be on the pre-show or something like that. Yeah. You know, it, hey it, y'all, Doctor Wagner Jr. took his mask off today. Yeah. Thanks, Michael Cole. Yeah,
0: we don't we don't need a <laughs> Undertaker versus fake Undertaker in the main event. Like oh, none, none of that bullshit yeah. going on.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean. Cause instead of having brother versus brother instead of a cage, no, right. no, we're not doing it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, that's that's starting off your your uh, your August, man. I mean, Triple Mania is happening. Of course, you have uh, SummerSlam. You have more importantly NXT Takeover Toronto. We talked about it last week. Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, one more time. Ooh. Two out of three falls. It has been announced. Adam Cole has picked the singles match. It's great. Good okay. way to start? Sure. Then we're going to get extreme in, in, in the second fall. We don't know what the third fall is yet. Okay. So it could be a, a number of things.
0: It could be anything.
1: could be anything. I mean, with there being extreme rules for the second fall, I would say they're probably not going to do like Falls kind of anywhere anymore or anything like that. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe Cage
0: I'm I'm again I'm hoping cage cage or ladder
1: cage or ladder yeah I would personally rather see a ladder I've always I've always preferred ladder matches over cage and this has kind of been like the year of the ladder match because like every rivalry is ending in a ladder match this year <laughs> but hey but, as long as
0: it's being done right yeah I am okay with it sometimes you have it that way if you pay attention you watch enough wrestling mm-hmm. you they'll go you'll go through periods of of time in in the landscape of professional wrestling where You've get like when when NWA was doing the original War Games. Yeah, you had other other uh, organizations trying to go out there and have you know top their cage matches. Right. Same thing this year with ladder matches. It seems to be a th- the thing right now where you know what? Oh man, the Bucks and and um, the Lucha Brothers are gonna have a ladder match. Well, fuck. Well, we gotta top them before they do it before or do or eventually, right. you know.
1: So let me ask you this then, because a Summer Supercard the night before,
0: again Briscoe's another night of G.O.D. Yeah, yeah, that one, dude. I'm I'm super excited for that for sure. Like they have not disappointed me yet with whatever match they've had. Even even uh, do you remember the the one that was on? I think it was just on the Honor Club. It happened in Chicago.
1: Yeah, so that that was actually a TV taping. If you were an Honor Club member, you got to see you it. You got live. to see it live, right? Yeah, before before, before it was put every, on TV, right,
0: before everybody else. Mm. Again, uh, uh, you know, there were I, I talked to people where they were like, "Oh, it wasn't my favorite match between those those teams," but you know what? It still was a hell of a match. There, I have not been disappointed by these two teams. Yeah. Um. And now you're involving ladders. At a super show. If you think you're going to walk away disappointed, turn in your pro wrestling card right yeah. now. Just do it.
1: Because, well, let's look at it this way. This is this is happening in Toronto during SummerSlam weekend. You, yeah. you're, they're not there to just put on a show. They're there to steal st- the show.
0: Exactly. They're there to steal the show.
1: You know, and, and three companies are putting their, their name on this card. So I yeah. can tell you this right now, especially... You know, if you're gonna if, if, for the for GOD who are representing New Japan here, they're the as of right now as as of this recording, this is, they're the only New Japan talent that's actually on this card. I thought it was interesting that they actually were even involved in this because the G One's happening. Right, all their top wrestlers are in Japan right now doing the G One. Um, but you have GOD there. They're they're representing New Japan. You don't. Think they're going to do everything in their power to entertain the shit out of you, and represent their company.
0: And I, and you know what? As as the years go by, we're getting more and more of this where that seems to be the thing. And I, and this is where I feel real sorry for the WWE right now because there you have all these other companies taking advantage. Yeah. The moment they announce where WrestleMania is at, guess what? You have fifteen other companies. Booking venues in the vicinity, or sharing uh, sharing venues, or sharing talent, sharing whatever talent they need to sure. do in the vicinity of WrestleMania mm-hmm. for that weekend to to get you hooked, to get you hooked to their product, and, and more often than not, it fucking works like yeah, a charm.
1: It's happening with uh, AEW now. You know, AEW for All Out. They they just uh, or not they. But I, I, I just found out that um, one of our favorite companies, Black Label Pro, as well as GCW,
0: yeah,
1: they're doing uh, they're doing a show in, in Hoffman Estates, not the same arena, but in Hoffman Estates, where, um, where
0: all else going to be. Where the surf center's at.
1: So again, it just it just makes sense. You have this is this is one of those shows that a lot of people are going to come to. A lot of people are going to travel from all you know, all over. Right. Yep. And why wouldn't you be like, "Hey, what are you doing the night before? Come see our show. Yeah, Come check yeah. out our town. Yep. It's just smart booking. Hell yeah. Some people have a problem with that. There's a lot of WWE marks that have a problem with that, but it works. It works. I mean, it works. It works. Uh, you know, two two nights before WrestleMania, hey, we're going to be at the Garden. You want to come see our show? Yeah. Okay. And they and, and they sold out, sold out the garden. But uh, but yeah, so it, it just it just makes sense, and you know you're seeing more and more companies take advantage of things of that nature, where it's just like just come come see our show first, you know. And and really, you know, if you're uh, for me, like I, I know I I personally would like to go to WrestleMania one time, just like I said, was that WrestleMania? But, uh, you know, when I looked at WrestleMania weekend last year, I was thinking about, like, coming to go see, like, Evolve and, yeah. you know, things of that nature. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, I right. <laughs> I was more excited about going to NXT and then maybe access, but not actually paying for a ticket for WrestleMania. For, uh, as much as I would love to go to MetLife Stadium, home of the, the New York Giants and some other team. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so much shade. <laughs> um, I don't want to pay you know a lot of money for a ticket and not be able yeah. to see shit. Yeah, because I don't have you know twenty thousand dollars to sit front row, right? <laughs> you know? Good God. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's it's uh, there's a lot going on. Of course, again, by the time August is done, this is our first show in August. so I'm hyping August a little bit for you guys. You have again SummerSlam, NXT Takeover toronto nxc takeover uk NXT uk takeover cardiff right. that's happening on the 31st mm-hmm. uh we have i forget the name of the roa sorry the the new japan show that's happening um that's uh, that's going to be in london
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah first yeah, yeah, time
1: yeah. they're doing that uh again aw mm-hmm. all out triple mania tons of tons of fucking shows
0: major to shows, major shows too yeah
1: so it's gonna be a, it's definitely gonna be a fun month. Before we uh, we take a quick time out here, sure. I do want to announce that AEW has officially announced where their first show is gonna be. DC, To DC.
0: They're gonna be in DC first TV taping.
1: Um, I forget the name of the, the venue.
0: I, I don't yeah. remember. I don't know.
1: I remember the name of the venue. I'm drawing a blank, but it's gonna be in Washington, Washington DC. And the, the point that I'm trying to make here with this is that this is. You know, some people are saying like, "Oh, they're gonna get a bunch of small arenas, like the Daily, uh, Center, or Daily's Place." This is a twenty thousand plus arena. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you're looking to go be part of history and be part of the first AEW weekly TV show, make sure you're available and get yourself some fucking tickets because these things are gonna go fast.
0: They're gonna go fast, and and you know what? Uh, to be fair. You're going to have a... This is how it's going to work, unfortunately. Those tickets are going to go on sale. They're probably going to sell out, mm-hmm. even though it's a 20,000-seat arena. Yeah. Okay? Unfortunately, I think a lot of those tickets are going to be bought by resellers.
1: Yeah, you're right. You know? By the way, it is the, it's the Capital One Arena. I didn't know it because it's brand-new name. It used to be the Verizon Center.
0: If... If the company's smart and I don't know this is this is this is the side of wrestling booking you don't necessarily supposed to talk about but sure what they should do is buy the tickets themselves and then not that they need it mm-hmm. but they should they should paper the crowd two-for-ones in the, just you know locally in DC mm-hmm. things like that make make them like crazily available because ultimately you don't want you don't want to have any hurdles between you and the potential for a sold out crowd right you know and and i i don't by re- sold
1: out you mean in attendance in attendance yes, yes. there's a difference yes. by the yes. way that's what i'm saying yeah. thank you
0: yeah um cuz quite honestly let's face it this is this is huge this is a big this is, deal this is huge for them mm-hmm. They need this to be not just a win, but a major win. Right. Get that TV deal started off on the right foot. Right. Um. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I. I. I would love them to be sold out.
1: Because we we've, we've seen that before. We seen places get sold out, and you can tell that people aren't there. Yeah. And it's not because tickets weren't sold. They they made the money, but you know, for those who don't understand what Joe's saying here. You don't know what they made. What you all you see is empty seats on TV.
2: Yeah,
1: and then you're gonna sit there and you're gonna talk like, hey, they didn't make any money. They, 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 this this looks horrible, and it does look horrible. You're right, but you know for for future, uh, you know for you know for for some people, presentation is everything. So when you see we see empty seats in an arena, your assumption is, well, this ain't very good. You know, no one's even watching Why do I care?
0: <laughs>
1: and it looks bad for, more importantly, too. I I'm don't want to say more importantly because we, are, as the fans, are the most important thing, right? But <laughs> the sponsorships, they don't like that either. And that doesn't look very good. And, well, why are we going to give you money? You can't even fill out this arena. Exactly. So it just it looks bad, especially for your first show. Yeah. If this was show 42, eh, you, you didn't. Mi- Mi- you win, some, y- you you win some. some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Maybe the market's not that good. You know, right. Maybe something else happened, you know. So not ever not every single event and not every single area is a major wrestling event uh, area that, that happens. I I don't know if I would have picked D C as my first stop, but
0: you know what, the, let's face it, uh you you can't you can't talk about D C without talking about uh our current president. Sure. And uh and all that all that brings with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have would, no idea what you are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would assume at some point during the night, especially with a mouth like Jericho. Yeah, you have the potential for that to be worked into the show. Sure. You know. So uh, yeah, we'll see.
1: Now, my next question before we before we go, real quick here: Do you think? Do you think All out's going to be the last show? before... That's a very good question. Uh, Or is it going to be a September show? No, I mean, we're talking August 31st and October 2nd, so you're not bridging the gap too much. Right,
0: it's not too much. For me, I would say yeah. It's the last show. It's the last show. It makes sense. Only because, first of all, you already sold it out. Yeah. Okay, sold it out in record time, mind you. Yes. But... You have the the complete possibility to sit there and go out on such a high note before you start that TV deal. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's it's too it's too much like right, mm-hmm. so to speak. So go out on a high note. Don't have anything in between. You know, obviously you're, you'll have talent go here and there right. and work other shows, but. As an AEW product, you're going from August 31st or August 30th, whatever it is, to October 2nd. That's your second, your your next show. So, yeah, that's what I would do. No shows in between.
1: You would just take September as an entire month to just promote, promote, promote.
0: Promote, promote, promote,
1: yep. Speaking of promote, we're going to promote our sponsors here and take a brief time out. And uh, part two on the way right after this. Yep, stay tuned. This episode of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by PodCoin. Joe, if you're anything like me, you love podcasts, but it wouldn't it be better if you got paid while, while doing it?
0: Absolutely. Fellas, ladies, children of all ages, you can now be paid to listen to us, the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sit there, enjoy Matt and I, go back and forth about professional wrestling all day, all night. Now, it's not straight out cash. You'll get paid in PodCoins, but you can change those PodCoins in for stuff like gift cards to Starbucks, Target, Best Buy, what have you.
1: Etcetera. Or, if you're uh, anything not like me, you uh, <laughs> you can donate those PodCoins to, to charity. Which so, is,
0: I mean, that's always a good thing. Absolutely. absolutely.
1: So all you gotta do is visit us at 20 x 20 com slash podcast. Podcoin. That was a little bit of a tongue twister. It is. Again, that's 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash podcoin.
0: And don't forget, use the invite code 20x20pod when you sign up for the PodCoin app. It's going to give you 300 free coins right off the bat the moment you sign up for free.
1: And PodCoin is available for both iOS and Android.
0: And you get to listen to Not just us, but a a plethora of podcasts at your leisure. And the more you listen, the more money you make. It's that simple, folks. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash pod coin. Get yourself signed up today. Remember, invite code 20x20pod for 300 free coins. And as always, we will see you in the ring. Thanks again for hanging in there with us uh, while well, we paid some bills. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have been subscribing on PodCoin. Can't thank you guys enough. Yes, thank you so much. Um, it's been it's been a wild ride so far. But uh, speaking of wild rides, it's time. It's time to continue our first ever King of Kings tournament. Uh, we are... We're about to do the third round right now. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Let's do it. It's been it's been interesting. Uh, you know, you and I, for the most part, mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like this, uh, very similar minds. Sure. Um, there was there was a couple matches in the first two rounds where uh, we we disagreed, which is always fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I always look forward to your point of view on stuff, uh, regardless of I think you're gonna. Agree with me or not? Sure. Um, I always love that uh, that that fresh, fresh pair of eyes. Because um, although I've I've uh, seen a lot of shit in wrestling, um, I don't know. You always seem to surprise me.
1: Fair enough. You know, so well, I appreciate that, man. I'm,
0: I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> um, again, each each round has been randomized. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're going to continue with that. So, uh, after this round, again, we will randomize those numbers mm-hmm. and uh, have at it. Uh, with that said, let's get into the quarterfinals. Here we go. First match. Okay. Booker T from 2006 taking on Owen Hart from 1994. What a match! Right, what a match! You know, we talked about that whole Chris Benoit Booker T WCW yeah. rivalry where they had the seven match storyline. I guess, yeah. And uh, I think this this would be one of those matchups. They could easily do a similar seven. program, you yeah. know. And do Absolutely, a, do a, do a series, and mm-hmm. and not just do a series, but a successful series at that. Because let's face it, you and I talked about that before. There's not a whole hell of a lot of guys out there who gel that well, mm-hmm. or have the potential to gel that right. well, and and make it interesting. I mean, you can always put you know fucking whomever against whomever seven times, but you're not always guaranteed that kind of success. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, but for me, this one for sure, I could easily watch these guys back and forth uh, more than seven times. You know?
1: So. When we talked about Booker T. You know, he he beat Hunter Hearst Helmsley to get to this round. Of a very King Booker. Uh, he defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley. A very green. I won't say very green, but a greener Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. he's good enough to win the tournament. Um. But he beats he beat him out because we haven't quite established Triple H quite yet, and it's unfortunate because I've always wanted to talk about that match. You know, to like a legit Triple H versus Booker T, sure, because the match that should have happened never really happened the way that it should have, Mm -hmm. and again, something that I've alluded to many times on the show, (laughs) but, anyways, you have a 2006 Booker T, you have a WWE version of Booker T, and I'm not going to say he's watered down. As far as what you see on TV, he is watered down com- oh, yeah. com- comparatively compared to his days in WCW, but he still very much is a guy that can put on a hell of a match. He can put on a show when he needs to.
0: You know what? And for me, we're talking Booker T, obviously, you know, you have his his runs with, as part of Harlem Heat, and uh, you know that that easily you could sit there and say that. None of that was watered down because WCW was just trying to offer the same product no matter what. And they were the ones that pushed the envelope first. They were the hungrier ones in the Monday Night War. Right. So, that being said, you got to see that Booker T. And then you you get to see him step it up a notch towards the end of a WCW where they make him world champ. Mm -hmm. And he gets elevated to that status and it it isn't just like hey the company's pretty much dying we're gonna make you champ I mean it was a little of that but also like hey you're fucking deserving of this right you you should have this and it's not because of x y and z it's because you're fucking booker t and you've been busting your ass doing this
1: and one of the few things they got right in 2000. Yeah, right. Oh my one god. One of the very few things they got right.
0: And and you know, out of all that fucking exactly like you said, one of the one of the few things they got right out of all that wrong, you get to see that you get to see that level of Booker T. Granted, I don't think he's the same way in the WWE. No, it's very dis- different circumstances,
1: especially but, in 2006.
0: Yeah, but. Nonetheless, he still is Booker T, mm-hmm. and this still is Owen Hart. Yeah. So, I'm curious. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me a story. So, <laughs>
1: so Owen Hart again. We we can't forget the guy that's he was the Booker T of WWF, if you will. Sure. I mean, he's the, he's your workhorse. He's the guy that's is going to work your mid card. And he's going to get that get that crowd ready for the main event. Mm-hmm. It was his job, and he did it very well. 1994 Owen Hart was the year and some people might disagree with this, but it was the year that we should have saw another Hart as world champion. Um, he beats Brett at WrestleMania. How a match? Yeah. Wins the King of Ring tournament. Gets the steel cage match at Summerslam that we made fun of earlier. <laughs> that should have been the main event. It
0: should have been the main event.
1: And he loses that match when everything that he did inside. If you go back and watch that match, there were spots where you could tell Brett couldn't hang with him. And this is Brett on his game. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not going to go into this debate that Brett and Owen, who's better. You know, because it's like what 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 year are we talking about? Exactly. But in 1994, Owen Hart was better than his brother. He just was. He was he was hungry. He just he was out to prove that he was indeed the best heart. That was that was his mentality. I know, I understand that was the gimmick, but I would I would be shocked if the the man behind the gimmick wasn't trying to do the same thing. To prove that he, he could be better. He could be better than the Hitman. That he's not just a baby heart. The year that he had in 1994, Booker T. Just as good as he was in 2006, as good as he is as as an all time, all time wrestler, deservingly a two time Hall of Famer. All Heart wins.
0: I agree with you. Uh, just for shits and giggles. Owen Hart wins, mm-hmm. but for shits and giggles, Owen Hart 1994 or Booker T year 2000?
1: I would say I would still go for, for 2000. I mean, Booker T, yeah, I, I, you know what? No, I would go from 19, I would say, I'll, I'll give you this actually. I'll give you from okay. from, from, from late 97 through 2000. Was the best years of Booker T. And I say Booker T. Has an answer for Owen Hart. Okay. Uh, hell of a match. If they go seven, I mean, if they were to give me a best seven series,
2: yeah,
1: it's it ranks up there with what he had with Chris Benoit. Okay. It, it's it's that good. I mean, Owen. The thing about Owen Hart was that people don't people look at him and he's a heart. He's a technical wrestler, but he was a high flyer. He. Was scrappy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> he had he had an answer for any fighting style that you that you could throw in there. That's what made him such a great wrestler. Um, but I feel that Booker T at his best would edge a nineteen ninety four Own Heart.
0: Wow, interesting.
1: But not not to the sense of like. He's steamrolling over him. <laughs> because that's how hot Owen Hart was. And the thing is, too, the unfortunate thing is, and it always makes me sad every time we talk about Owen Hart, is that that wasn't Owen Hart at his best. We probably never got him at his best. Because of that, of obviously, his untimely passing, but also, too, the company that he worked for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could easily see him... You know, obviously he had a stint in Japan and and, and all of that, but mm-hmm. that was not the best Owen Hart. No. Nowhere near it. And yeah, it does suck. It does suck that his life got cut short. hmm But imagine, imagine a world where we got to see Owen Hart, uh, you know, age a little more and venture back out overseas. Right. And G1. The G1. You know? Oh,
1: man. <laughs> Just... I mean, tons of stuff. I mean, I mean, he, Owen Hart's the type of guy that you know you could see him like a like a Dustin Rhodes today and still lacing up his boots. and yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, you know, going at it even as a part timer and and wrestling the likes of guys like Cody, you know, or or, or, or John Moxley, uh, John Moxley outside of WWE, you know, or Kazuchika Okada, things yeah. of that nature. You know, that just yeah. So it, it always makes me sad because we just we never. We never got to see it, and I, and I know he was in his 30s when he passed, and, you know, some people argue, like, well, we we probably saw him at his best. We, saw, we probably saw him, but the thing is, too, he worked for the wrong company. Yeah. As far as showcasing his talent. I'm sure he made his money. I'm sure, hopefully, his family's taken care of because of it. I, I don't know that story, but um, as far as showcasing his talent, he worked for the wrong company. Yeah. And I'm not saying WCW was the answer. Because I don't think it yeah, was. No,
0: I don't think it was either.
1: But it just it's unfortunate that uh because you go go back to you know, he, he died in nineteen ninety nine, go back to two thousand two when TNA started, when Ring of Honor started. Imagine him being part of that. Imagine Owen Hart versus AJ Styles. Yeah. Things of that nature. I mean, just so many things that could have happened other than that. But for for this tournament, Owen Hart in the semifinals.
0: Alright. Moving on, next up, the Macho Man Randy Savage from, what year was that? Oh, 1987, taking on 1996's winner, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <sighs> Ooh yeah versus hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these
1: were the, these were both intriguing king of the ring wins um by the way i apologize for a lot of noise in the background ladies and gentlemen we have furby live furbies in the background (laughs) i am i am currently uh babysitting two chinchillas which are just big furry rodents so
0: you don't know that you forgot their names
1: i forgot their names
0: um, so for the sake of this podcast mm-hmm. and to make them relevant to what we're doing, okay, fair enough. they are now Villiano 6 and Villiano 7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, uh, they are very much nocturnal animals and it is, uh, it's currently a little late. in the the evening uh, as we record this so they are running on their wheel so (laughs) I apologize for that noise Uh, going back to what I was saying Macho Man Stone Cold um, both of these King of the Ring victories are very intriguing because both of them happen in a sense of foreshadowing in ways that the King of the Ring was not guaranteed to foreshadow it was not designed to foreshadow that you're going to be the next champion right but for these two guys, especially Macho Man, it was a foreshadow of what's to come. You know, he was white hot going into 1988. Of course, you know, you know he wins the King of the Ring tournament, but more importantly, he wins the WWF Championship tournament at WrestleMania that year. You know, goes on to uh, to hold that title for a whole year. Or Stone Cold, he wins that tournament. He wins. He wins that. And then immediately gets put into rivalries with the likes of Bret Hart. He's uh, got the IC title eventually, mm-hmm. which, you know, for him, you know, you're talking less than two years for him to have his WrestleMania moment where he beats Shawn Michaels and wins the WWF Championship. So both of these guys, they're right there. Um, as far as in ring work goes, this was really Randy Savage's best. Savage all day,
0: yeah, all day. <laughs> oh man, I you know don't get me wrong. Obviously, I'm a Stone Cold fan. Sure, sure, I, sure. I, I, I work as part of a podcast called The Twenty by Twenty. Something he he is you know we borrow from him. Sure. Uh, fuck. Our theme music is
1: it's Stone Cold. It on is stone it. Cold yeah. on it. So there's a lot of love for for the Rouse Snake. There's no doubt but
0: about it. In ring work, as as as. as much as I appreciate and respect his in ring ability mm-hmm. you will never you, you would be well, i was on that I won't say never sure you'll be very hard pressed to find the work ethic of a macho man Randy savage. that's just the way it is and i just
1: just just ask uh Ricky steamboat yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know whether no matter what the the truth was with that WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. WrestleMania three, sure. No matter whether the truth was, you know, he had pages upon pages of notes for Ricky Steamboat to memorize and go over with him, or he was just very super detailed when he was calling the match in the ring. Th- doesn't matter the mm-hmm. story. You you look at that match and you look at his his body of work overall, especially during that time. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much damn near untouchable. Like he knew he knew what to do, he knew how to do it. He did it extremely well, mm-hmm. much better than Stone Cold Steve Austin, for me anyway. Sure. So
1: it's 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 tough because um, again, this oh, is Jesus. <laughs> 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 ladies and gentlemen as always we
0: have wrestling on in the background we're still watching the Pro Wrestling USA Supercard on the WWE Network and uh, we're watching Bob Backlund take on Larry Zabisco and Bob Backlund li- literally it looked like he wanted to throw Larry Zabisco headfirst into the mat and essentially, like the way his body posture was when he landed on the mat, it was like he got, he he got the equivalent of turf toe, but with his head. Yeah. Like his head dragged as he plummeted head first into the mat. That was that was fucked up to watch. Bob Bab- Bob a a savage, Jesus.
1: The L- Larry Zbysko is a guy that. Uh...
0: He could sell like a motherfucker. Sell, I, I love yeah. old school Larry's
1: Bisco. It's just it it always it always uh pained me to hear him on commentary sometimes. Oh
0: my god, he was so fucking annoying, he, wasn't he? He was
1: annoying, but he was awesome. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, Larry's was old school and I just I'll never forget the lines of uh I forget exactly what I said, but I was involving women, and he's like, and back then, they, they kept their mouths shut. <laughs> <laughs> just, I was just like, man, they that, that made TV, huh? But you know what? <laughs> you know,
0: not to get too off topic here, but that was Larry Zabisco. Yeah. That was his heel persona. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at all his, his heel in-ring work. When it, when he had a, a a valet with him, yeah, he treated her like dog shit. Yeah, that's what he did. That was part yeah, of the gimmick, you know. That's true. Even even when she was there to help him, yeah, she would help him in the match, even whether they were successful or not. Like he still treated her like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs>
2: probably,
0: probably, to be honest with you, one of the probably one of the few times. You will probably ever see that in professional wrestling, like a heel character treat his his female valet like ten times even shittier. I think I think the closest thing that you and I would know, or people, or most of the people that listen to the podcast would know, would be Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Right. But it was nowhere near what Zabisco used to pull sure. off, you know. Yeah. And that's keep in mind that's like. Even with Macho Man pulling Miss Elizabeth in in front of him as yeah. as like a steamboat's coming down with a chop off the ropes or some shit like right, that. Right, right. Even even with that, like pales in comparison what Larry Zbysko put his valets through. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we are now watching the uh, the most recent episode of uh, of NXT that 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 show we just watched. It kind of just ended abruptly.
0: Uh, April nineteenth, nineteen eighty five, from the Metal Land Arena. So, there you go.
1: Um, yeah, there. There. This is the new episode of NXT. Adam Cole is running down.
0: He's current champ. Yeah, he's running down Johnny Gargano. <laughs>
1: Called out some young talent. Looks like.
0: Yeah, one of the one of the kids Gargano uh, trains with. Okay. I believe.
1: That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Give that kid a chance. Um... Yeah, to to kinda go back to our tournament here. Uh Macho Man for sure. Macho Man for sure. Uh Stone Cold again this is this is tough because I I behind Sting, behind Booker T I am I am a Stone Cold Mark. Like so many people out there. I I, I am. And this is right here this is still the better Steve Austin. You know, I mean as great as the 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 one that you saw in '98 was on camera. That was not a good wrestler because he couldn't <laughs> wrestle anymore.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, he had he had a bad neck. He had a horrible neck. Yeah, a bad neck doesn't really begin to describe how bad his neck was. For, his knees were shot. For
0: all intent and purposes, like you know, I hate to I hate to even make the comparison, but we got like the equivalent of. The equivalent moveset to, of like what Hulk Hogan was doing.
1: Yeah, we were.
0: You just, you just had a handful of moves and that was it. But he made them work. Mm-hmm. He made them
1: work. And it's again that it's it's to his not to his fault. I mean, he he just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> um, a lot of that involves again the injuries, of course the 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 injury that SummerSlam '97, but uh, the one we got '96, like that was a legit Stone Cold and the guy that. Could go toe to toe with Macho Man, but he's just not beating them. He's he's not, he's not beating them. Um, and and I love Macho Man, so it doesn't bother me too much. But it, it is <laughs> it is tough. But yeah, Macho Man Macho Man is going to the semifinal. That's that's exactly what he is, and he's going to the semifinals.
0: <laughs> Our third match <laughs> in this round of the tournament, none other than. The King himself Harley race taking on oh, King Harley race from 1986. Okay. Taking on <laughs> 2010 winner uh, Seamus. Well, I, I think you know my answer.
1: <laughs> I have no idea where you're going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there just now. Just, I'm not going to keep anybody waiting. Wait. ACH is also signed? Yes, sir. What the fuck? They got ACH too.
0: Mm hmm.
1: And they gave him a name.
0: Yeah, he is now Jordan Miles.
1: Jordan Miles. He yeah. looks like a Jordan. <laughs> God damn it, power, you look like a Jordan. Man.
0: As you say that he's mimicking the yeah. in between the leg dribble.
1: Man, he's got he's got some tree trunks on him. He's always got the thickest fucking thighs. All right? Love seeing him in the Best of Super Juniors tournament last year. Unfortunately, he's, he's doing... I mean, he's on NXT right now. Yeah,
0: so. enjoy him while he's on NXT. Because
1: yeah. he's going to go to 205 Live and you'll never see him again.
0: Well, he'll be... He'll be... Uh, what's his name?
1: He'll C- be, Cedric okay. Alexander?
0: No, he'll be... Uh, what's his name? Fuck. I'm drawing a blank here. My old man. My espresso brain is not working right <laughs> now. Um, Apollo. Oh, He'll be the next Apollo. Oh,
1: yeah. There's another guy that got yep. ruined. You know, people don't don't like Apollo because he doesn't do anything. I mean, Yuha Nation, one of the best fucking wrestlers I've seen earlier this decade. And uh he's a jobber. He's a, he's a fucking <laughs> jobber. Um I'm not too familiar who Angel Gar- Garza is. Is he related to the uh other Garza family?
0: I would assume, yeah. He looks
1: like Hector. Yeah. Um... As he kisses Mama uh, mamacita's hand over there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm just gonna go. i out tell you, Harley Race is winning this for me. Yes. Um. Sheamus is is is,
0: is number seven degrees.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she, Sheamus is, is definitely at, at his best here, but I mean he's going against Harley Race. Um. Eighty six Harley. Eighty six Harley Race. He doesn't. He's never seen anybody like this.
0: No. uh Uh-uh. You know, he doesn't...
1: (laughs) I don't think he knows how to handle somebody like this. Somebody in the ring that uh, has a certain level of expectations. And when he doesn't get it, he's going to let you know. Yeah. So... (laughs) I don't. I don't think he knows. He knows how to handle this. Uh, Sheamus. Again, this is the better. Ver, a better version of Sheamus. This is before a lot of the injuries. This is before the laziness as well, because that was my issue with Sheamus. It was that he got lazy over yeah. the years? Because when he arrived in two thousand nine, you know he established himself as a legit player. Oh yeah. Um,
0: oh
1: yeah. It, and twenty ten was good too, but yeah, Harley Race. Hands down, this is the easy, might be the easiest one of, of the quarterfinals.
0: Absolutely. Because now we're coming to the hardest one, at least in my book. Okay. Last one in the quarterfinals, you have the 1998 winner Ken Shamrock taking hmm. on none other than 2000's Kurt Angle. I'll be damned.
1: I thought about this one for... In the words of JR, business is about to pick up. It, it, it definitely is. And I've thought about this one for quite some time now. And uh, it's tough. It's tough for me because, first of all, let's let's, let's talk about it here. This this right here is obviously one of those dream matches.
0: Hell yeah. Um,
1: it's a dream match for both guys, especially Ken Sharma. He's talked about it extensively, how he wanted to come back for Kurt. Yeah. Um... He has talked about Kurt using the ankle lock, which was obviously Ken Shamrock's finishing move. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities here. A lot of similarities. Ken Shamrock in 1998 was uh, was was a guy that was was so hot. I'm gonna say the same thing I said about Owen Hart. He worked for the wrong company. He was so hot, they, they and so good inside that ring during an Attitude Era that everybody loves for for, for so many reasons. But one thing they tend to forget is that it was one of the worst wrestling eras, as far as in ring goes yeah. that we've ever seen, and there was very few guys in in that company that could handle Ken
2: Shamrock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you gave him Steve Blackman. Great, but the problem with Steve Blackman is that he's, he's he has a personality of, that's equivalent to paint drying. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just boring. And I love Steve Blackman, but he just, it's, I mean, yeah, for me, I saw him as a kid, but even as an adult, I look back at now and it's just like there's nothing there.
0: No, There's nothing. no
1: spark. Had he had waited another year for Kurt Angle to come and give him that, that match, I, I mean, I think Kurt Angle, Ken Shamrock would have stayed longer. And, and for me, you know, Kurt Angle... Versus Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho that we saw in 2000. Probably would have been adjusted to where we throw Ken Shamrock in the mix as well. Oh yeah, and oh yeah absolutely. Potentially even that WrestleMania 2000 match could have been adjusted as well. Um, I can tell you who WWE would pick at that time. Nobody was beating Kurt Angle. Nobody. Kurt Angle picked up on the business really fast, faster than any way I've ever seen. And if I give this a percentage, you know, of, of, of who's winning, you know, it's it's like 50.5 to 49.5. <laughs> like, it's it's that close to me. Had we go a little bit further to 2001 or, well, my favorite, 2006 Kurt Angle, it would have been a much wider gap. But I, absolutely. the results remain the same. I, I I go Kurt Angle over Ken Shamrock.
0: I agree only because, like you said, he picked up the business like fish to water. Yeah. There's, you just you don't you don't see that too often. And as long as as Ken Shamrock had been in the business,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he still had ups and downs. Right. And I I think. In this sense, Kurt Angle's like a freak of nature. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, But I agree with you. It'd be really interesting to see them down the line. Yeah. Both of them in TNA. That would have been really fucking interesting. Yeah, that would
1: have been really great.
0: You know? Things like that. But for this here, for this tournament, what we're talking about now, hands down, Kurt Angle goes on. Next round. So there you have it, folks. We have just completed the quarterfinals of our first ever King of Kings Tournament. And once again, every round is randomized after we complete it. So without further ado, your next round looks like this. We have Owen Hart from 1994 going to take on 1986's winner Harley Race. And then you have 1987's winner, Macho Man Randy Savage, taking on 2000's current angle. There you go. That's the next round. my heart to skip the beat. (laughs) (laughs) That'll happen next week on the podcast for episode 75. Can't wait. That'll be pretty fucking interesting. Absolutely. As we sit here and watch the current Episode of NXT and uh, yet another awesome young talent being signed to this ever growing fucking roster. <laughs> uh, we know him, we know and love him as ACH. On here on NXT, here's Jordan Miles. He is part, he is in the, I believe, semi finals of this br- NXT breakout tournament. Because mm-hmm. um, he
1: needs to break out because yeah, nobody right. knows who he is. Jesus. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know what ha- makes me happy about this? One that he's in NXT, and two, um, he is reunited with his uh, his his uh, on an on again, off again tag team partner, the uh, the Time Splitter himself. So that that ought to be pretty exciting down yes, the line to see these guys work NXT style. That's true. But uh, on that note, we're gonna close out the show it's been uh it's been a hell of a ride especially for oh wow, especially for me this week, cause, uh I snorted espresso by mistake, and uh it's yeah. my house fell apart and and Matt's <laughs> house has been falling apart <laughs> maybe maybe it also needs to snort espresso
1: it might i mean I'll throw it in events
0: shouts out to cafe Bustelo. <laughs> my mind my mind is racing like. <laughs> light years right now it's not I'm I'm, you know it's fucking late it's already tomorrow I gotta figure out how the fuck I'm going to bed tonight (laughs) that's how fucking awake I am um so yeah uh catch us on facebook facebook.com slash 20x20 crew is our official facebook page come talk to Matt and I discuss professional wrestling in all its forms Uh, facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20 talk Um, We are available to be hate-tweeted on Twitter, twitter.com slash 20x20crew. Uh, If you want to send us photos uh, of you snorting espresso, you can do that too. Uh, Instagram.com slash 20x20crew. Um, If you want to send us... Outfit ideas for Villiano 6 and (laughs) 7 or 7 and 8, whatever I said before, Uh, email us, 20x20crew at gmail.com for the time being. Um, And then, of course, we we have been talking our King of Kings tournament, which we would normally have only on YouTube as part of our following contest exclusive YouTube content, but we're making this available to our our new family over at PodCoin to uh, help get them situated and and thank them for all the love and support they've been giving us. So, King of Kings Tournament, usually on YouTube. But, if you want to see everything else that we have exclusive on YouTube, as part of the following contest, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube. Also, our home on the web, 20x20crew.com where you can find all of our past episodes, merchandise, the whole nine yards. Have I missed anything?
1: I think that's something that uh, sums up pretty, pretty nicely.
0: Excellent. With that being said, uh, I'm going to try to calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Villiano 6 and 7, or 6 and 7, si quiere, I am Joe He's been mad. Ladies and gentlemen, regardless of the espresso, you're always fucking awesome. And until next week, for episode 75, we will see you in the ring.